0: The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 257. Friday, January 23,
1: 2015. Welcome to The Paunch Stevenson Show.
0: This is the Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com, episode two hundred fifty-seven. I am Rob. You are Greg. who And it's twenty fifteen. New year. Yeah. So what's
1: uh, what's new for the new year? This is the, this is the tenth. Season, I guess, of the Paunch Stevenson show. Sure. <laughs> Season
0: ten. I mean,
1: sure. Uh, is this it for us? Are we fi- are we retiring finally? Uh, what two fifty seven? No, this year is, there, is this a retiring uh, year? 10 for ten years. years. Sure. <laughs> I guess we'll see if we run out of things to talk about. If we run out of conventions to go to and things to... Well, no, nah, you're never going to run out of that. There's more. There's more than ever before. Ah, see? We're stuck. We're well, trapped. Me? Huh? Well, actually, it's not even so much running out of conventions, but it's like... I mean, you don't care as much as I do, but it, it, I've met so many of these people now that, you know, that list is getting shorter and shorter. Right. You know, like um, when they announced the new chiller guests, the first batch of them for April. They did? Yeah, yeah. So I I looked at them and I'm like, I mean, a couple of them I really want, but, you know, the other eight or nine or ten, I'm like, well, I've got them already. (laughs) Michael Nesmith. (laughs) Mike Nesmith. Come on, we got got
0: Mickey Dolan. Are you going to pony up
1: 80 bucks for him? Is that how much he wants? Oh, it's it's, it's a huge number. John Schneider, you've met a millionaire
0: several times. What? Yeah,
1: true, true. He's a millionaire. True. <laughs> yeah, John Schneider, I've met eighty-five million times. You haven't met him before, but no, I don't care. Yeah, Michael, I don't Gross, care. Yeah, Michael Gross, supposedly, 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 <laughs> he canceled once before. Yeah, yeah, Michael Gross, uh, and then so far that's it. But it's it's still January, so they they have a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> Tia Carrera again. Ah. <laughs> I have no interest in meeting her. Alright, so what do we have?
0: Oh, a lot of crap. Celebrity deaths. Uh, start with that. Might as well. Mm. Do you have okay.
1: any? <laughs> I thought you. I mean, why would you mention it? <laughs> I was asking. Huh? I was asking. Oh. I don't have any. Oh, well, then I, I guess we don't do it. All right. <laughs> 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 Next. I mean, we could check the website, but... I did. I didn't... Oh, there was nobody of note? <laughs> Mario Cuomo. Nah. Ernie Banks, Mr. Cub. Oh, yeah. Taylor, uh, Taylor Negron... Never heard of her. <laughs> it's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of him. He was in like Fast Times at Richmond High and uh oh, Easy Money. That guy. That guy. That guy. Yeah. The actor. Yeah.
0: Well, you he know, was, his, uh, he was. He uh, was. No, wait, wait Wait, wait. He was in. Um. Ah, Easy knew- Money. No, but there was something else. I. It knew. was Julio. He was on the TV show Step by Step. I think. What? No. Like one of the later seasons as a hairdresser. Uh in Seinfeld, I think. And Seinfeld. Yeah. So he was
1: typecast as a hairdresser? Well, he always played very effeminate guys, didn't he? Mm. He, was, um, he was good at yeah, that. Yeah. Somewhat. His first his real his real name was
0: Brad Negron. Negron, Negron. And then, but he's Taylor, he's known as Taylor Negron. Born August 1st, 1957, died January 10th, 2015.
1: Yeah, I think his, his uh, cousin, uh, by the way, he was gay. Oh, well there you go. But his cousin, Chuck Negron, uh, was, I guess still is, uh, the one of the three lead vocalists of the band Three Dog Night. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Chuck Groan. Huh. I really remember, like, one song of theirs. <laughs> well, they did a lot of covers. Now, oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Want some whiskey in your water?
0: Sugar in your tea? What's all this crazy question you're asking me? This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on the lights because I don't want to see. I told let's uh all right hold on let's see he was in fast times at ridgemont high <laughs> easy money easy money johnny
1: dangerously yeah uh, wait a minute First of all, I, I actually watched Johnny Dangerously the other day. was on um, for the 80th time. Um, he was in, like, one little scene where he, like, walks in. And I think, like, uh, uh, Michael Keaton, Johnny Dangerously, and his brother. Um, I forget the guy's name in, on the thing. But it was um, Joe Piscopo. Oh, no, the brother, I forget his name in the movie, but he was, uh, you've met him before, the actual actor, it was Griffin Dunn. Haven't you met him? Oh, no, 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 I didn't I thought you did. Anyway, Griffin Dunn played his brother, but so they were, like, hugging or something in, in, like, a bathroom, and, like, Taylor Negron walked in with, like, some kind of, like, delivery or something, and he's like, Ah, oh, yeah, I, I'll, uh, I'll leave this right outside.
0: <laughs> he was in Hill Street Blues, Better Off Dead... Yeah. Uh, one crazy summer. Johnny dangerously. Eh. Hey. Let's see. What else do I recognize here? Falcon Crest. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Nothing but trouble. Ah. Yeah, uh... That horrible, horrible, horrible movie. Who was in that? John Candy, Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. What? That's horrible. Trust me, it was horrible.
1: Oh, was that? That was the one with, um, with Demi Moore. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> terrible. I know it was terrible, <laughs> but if I watched for some reason. I watched it nine hundred times. I don't know. Why. Everybody has, yeah. Seinfeld,
0: uh, a lot of uh, a lot of TV appearances.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so. spy hard. All right. Uh um, I want to see. Oh, this. oh uh, also uh um uh chiller. Uh Dick Miller. Who's that? Dick Miller, he was the remember the old guy in Gremlins? The Chinese guy? Oh. He was Futterman. Remember Murray? I Murray don't, Futterman? I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't He's seen in that the... in so long. <laughs> and then he showed up as like the old crotchety guy in in small soldiers. Oh, the truck driver? Yeah. Oh. And he was one of the garbage men in the burbs. Oh. Yeah. I mean, he's like 90 years old. But. Well,
0: I was wrong. Taylor Negron was not the hairdresser in Step by Step. That was um, Bronson Pinchot.
1: Oh, Bronson. Who we've met. Right. <laughs> um. Okay, so... This is some science, science news. Yes. Science news. Science. Are you blinded by it? Uh,
0: Dr. Julius Sumner Miller is <laughs> blinded by it.
1: Oh, God. We haven't mentioned him in years. <laughs> what did he used to say? Oh, physics is my business. Physics is my business and my business is physics that's right <laughs> oh god so what is new <laughs> in science well they're saying now you know that this year is this is an exciting year for me most people don't care because they're idiots but exciting year for me is that um two different nasa space probes are going to be visiting Uh, planetary uh, bodies uh, that we've never visited in a close, close proximity before. Very exciting. Which ones? Well, one is the former planet Pluto. (laughs) Woohoo! Hey, Pluto! Planet. Well, okay, yeah, so I didn't get to that yet. So, it is now a planetoid or something like that. (laughs) Right. Not a planet. And so there's a spacecraft, the Dawn spacecraft, is gonna gonna visit Pluto sometime in July, and so we'll get the first ever up close images of Pluto in uh, human history. It is a dwarf planet. It is. Um, so excited about that. And then the other one is the um, the spacecraft. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I had it backwards. It was New Horizons is going to Pluto. The Dawn craft. Which visited one of the four largest asteroid planetoids or whatever um, a year or two ago. Uh, Dawn is going to be visiting the uh, the planetoid of Ceres. Okay. C e r e s. Okay. So we've never really gotten a full close-up of this this planetoid. Most people don't even know that. That the asteroid belt, uh, which is the, this, the, the body of uh, small objects that's uh, af- between Mars and Jupiter, they don't realize that there's actually a couple of, uh, ob- you know, planetoids in there that actually are, are, you know, not super large, but of reasonable size. Mm. Most people don't know that. So anyway. So how long does it take for the spaceship to get from Earth to Pluto. Well, in this case, five hundred uh, new- years or something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the New Horizons got, uh, which was the fastest craft ever launched. Um, I think it took eight years. Oh, oh, that's not bad. But it's not. I don't know. I don't. It, it wasn't a direct shot. So uh, most of them, when they send them to all kind, con- all different things, because of the the. The directions of where they are and where they're going to be at certain points, a lot of times to go faster, you wind up, what they'll do is they'll send a a spacecraft around Jupiter, uh, sometimes around Jupiter, but usually around Earth or around Venus. And so every time they go around one of those planets, they gain speed. Yeah. It's like a gravitational slingshot, and that makes them go faster. So... Uh, anyway, so, so it's close now. Yeah, so the Dawn spacecraft will 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 get to the series uh, thing in uh, I think next month, I think February, At some point in February it'll start uh, going. And but then that one will be orbiting for a little while. The New Horizons, which goes to Pluto, will get there in July, and I think it will go past Pluto over the course of a few days, and then that's it. And then it just goes because it's just going too fast doesn 't actually orbit it, oh, but we 'll get pictures i 'm assuming uh, as soon as it doesn 't break uh,
0: right, assuming an alien doesn 't come and start smashing, oh it, God, give me a
1: brick shooting with a laser I, a lot of these are just like like nonsensical things, but if you ever go on like Yahoo and I look for a lot of space related things, so you go into Yahoo and they have all these like these spam. Entries that look like news, but they're not really news. It's just really spam. And it's just constantly these people, you know, we still have several um, rovers that are going around Mars. And so they take pictures. And so every time they come up with a picture, these people are like, oh, look at this. It's a Mars cat. And it's a Martian uh, cleaning up garbage. I'm like, what? A Mars cat? No. <laughs> So what are they talking about? They're idiots. I they think everything <coughs> is a UFO conspiracy. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just shadows, right?
0: It's just rocks! Ro- it, no, but I mean like the rocks ca- casting a shadow. Like, look, that's not a shadow. It's a cat.
1: Yeah, or, you know, the shape <laughs> of the rock. It's trying to kill us. <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah, they're idiots. Oh, man so the news another piece of the news is now they're saying that they believe that there could be up to two very large see out past the planet Neptune that's the last quote planet then you start getting these series of you know like smaller bodies that are further and further out and so as you further go out then you know they're like blocks of ice basically but some of them are, are of a decent size some of them are larger than Pluto Yeah. But now they're saying that there could be, like, two planet, actually Earth-sized planets that are beyond Pluto. So will they have to update the solar system again? Well, they don't have proof. (coughs) Once they obtain proof. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's science, so, you know, (laughs) I mean, it changes. Right. You know our, our understanding shape, but so there's two more, and of course I say because you don't really know what they are yet, you you don't call them a planet or a planetoid. You have to call them a planet. Right. There are two more planets.
0: Now, since they are still not discovered, what if yeah. we discover that? What if you and I discover them? Yes. And name it one like just Paunch Stevenson. And then the other. And then, so then in school, from now on, the teachers will have to say, okay, you have Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, yeah. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Punch Stevenson. Yeah, there you go. And then what would we call the other one? Uh, Lame Idiot.
1: <laughs> the overnight skate. Overnight skate. <laughs> yeah, plant. the overnight skate. <laughs> um, no, you can't really do that. I mean, you can. You can, quote-unquote, buy the name of a star, which is still unofficial. It's not really Well, who gets recognized. to name the
0: planets? Why don't we get to name a planet? If we discover because it... Because
1: you're not part of the International Astronomical Society or whatever. Well, that's stupid. Well, you're not a
0: scientist. If I discover the planet, I should get to name it.
1: Well, yes, it is true. If you discover the planet, um... You, but they don't. You can't just name it whatever you want. They 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 use they use like Roman or Greek god names. Uranus, <laughs> Uranus. That was that the was god, god of what?
0: of of
1: toilets. Oh, that was uh, that wasn't that like the king king of the god, the super king or some? The Romans, I don't know. Uranus, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Hold on. We'll call it Pontius Steven (laughs) Steven Sinus. See, there you go. Stevenisius. (laughs) Stevenisius. No, we'll have it both. So it'll be Roman, we'll call it Pontius, and one. (laughs) And then the other one will be Greek, we'll call it Steven Steven Sinus. There you go.
0: So this says Uranus, ancient Greek. It was the Mm -hmm. Greek god personifying the sky. There you go. The Roman equivalent was... Jupiter. Calus or Caelus. Oh. C-A-E-L-U-S. I don't know. Never heard of it.
1: Yeah, but Remember like Gaius?
0: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, uh, according to Hesiod's Theogony... Uh, Theogony... There's Uranus. no way you
1: got that right.
0: Uranus was conceived by Gaia. Ah. Was it an illusion? I don't know. But other sources cite Reason Aether as his father. What's, what is what, wrong with these people?
1: Why are you complaining about them? They've been dead for 2,000 years. It's all made up. Obviously. All right, so... Two more planets. What else? Very exciting. What? What else? Oh. Um, this is a little bit of an up- entertainment update here. Some entertainment news. Um, I remember we, we, we talked to him on email about our friend Cassine Gaines. Yes. And we asked. Them, I asked him about this, this Pee Wee Herman movie that I'm like, is, are they going to make this thing? It never seems like it's going to happen. And he said something like, every once in a while, like, Paul Rubens will, like, leak something that indicates that he's making a peewee movie, but that it doesn't get made. Right. But apparently, I, I'm seeing now that Netflix has paid him to make it. <laughs> Netflix? Man, it's going to be produced by Judd Apatow. Ah, uh, why? Well, that was always the case. It's going to stink. Well, wow. Directed by John Lee. Who's that? I don't know. Is it the Rector? <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. So when is it supposed to come out now? I don't know. And what is the plot? I don't know. Well, <laughs> Listen, I Oh, hope wait, it- wait, hold on. This says it. Let me see. Oh, all right. Some of the characters include Pepper and Freckles described as tough and pretty girls in their late 20s to late 30s who may also be bank robbers. Are they Are they humans or puppets? No, it's human. Penny, an eccentric Catherine Hepburn type Harris, she's described as a bit of a throwback to old Connecticut money from the 30s or 40s and should have a big personality. What does this have to do with Pee Wee? Hold on and Grizzly Bear a big bearded rugged mountain man who has taken to to the woods to live okay I don't know <laughs> yeah exactly I don't know
0: listen I hope when it comes out I hope it's good I will uh, see how it turns out but come on <laughs> how old is Paul Rubens now He's going to be in his 50s, no? 62. He'll be 63 this year. 63. Mm. Later this year. Oh, there you go. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, I had some other remake news. Now what? So I saw this the other day um, that this is... Even though it's been rumored for a while that uh, David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson and Chris Carter were going to do... Uh, the x-files again and tv show i, I had huh? tv show well no it, initially i thought they meant like another movie but now the talk is that it would be another tv show of some sort starring david Duchovny and Julian anderson
0: i guess so or, I mean, they or said... they'll be like tangentially related i don't i don't
1: know I have no idea. Maybe it'll be like a mini series. I really don't know. I can't imagine them coming back to do a full series. They're both doing other TV shows. Hmm. We'll so see. I don't really know, huh? We'll see. So the Fox people also said that they were like they also want to to remake Prison Break. I mean, <laughs> why? Why? It just came out. It was just it was just on the air like five or six years ago. <laughs>
0: Hey, they're gonna remake uh, the Simpsons. What? No, no, I don't know. What do you mean remake it? It's, it's remade every year. I'm kidding. I was, was just a... I was showing how ridiculous Fox nah, is
1: being. Nah, nah. Um. And then the last bit of the stupid sol- uh, of uh, you know movie stuff, the uh, third Star Trek film.
0: Yeah. Um The final front ear.
1: No, actually it was the search for Spock. Or whatever. But uh right. the third one in the J.J. Abrams uh uh period here. Um so it was initially supposed to be written, directed by this uh, Roberto Orsi guy who is you know done the other ones, he's done all the Transformers movies, a bunch uh. of other garbage. Ah uh. But they fired him. Yay! Finally. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. They fired him, and they hired this guy, the guy to write the Star <laughs> Trek movie. It's just, they, they hired, well, one of the guys they hired was Simon Pegg. To do what? To write the movie. Oh, that's gonna stink. With some other guy, Doug Jung. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what, what are they going to do in this Star Trek movie with Simon Pegg? Is it going to be, like, uh, all the crew, like, running away from zombies? Like, they keep running from one, like, level of the ship to the next? and I don't know. Right? Because that's what I'm all not, those
0: movies are. I, I'm not the biggest Simon Pegg fan.
1: I like some, I like his movies, though.
0: They're he's alright. He's harmless, but I don't know. I think he's he's one of these people that somehow he's not that good yet he keeps popping up everywhere like the past 10 years yeah i don't know we'll again we'll see we'll have to see but
1: uh yeah i think that <laughs> i think that they've just re- they've just totally lost like all control of uh of the series <laughs> yeah I mean, it's just... Just stop already. Stop making the movies. Try and make another TV show or something, because... Mm. It's it's just an outright disaster.
0: Did you see... Oh, speaking of movies, did you see the... You know how when a movie is made, a copy goes to the Library of Congress?
1: Well, not all the time. For an
0: archive?
1: Right? Uh, yeah, they only... Yeah, but they they only do, like, the... You know, important movies Well anyway There was a petition For
0: Not just to stop This movie from getting into The Library of Congress But to actually destroy the movie So mm. that it could never get Into any kind of archive That's how bad it is
1: I've got a few on my list I'd like to do that too
0: Transformers Age of Extinction Oh
1: no <laughs> They'll like just
0: burn every
1: copy of it. I know, but he's making another one, so what? no Yes! Why? Because it, it, it's Stop. worldwide now. Stop. I mean he's just gonna make the whole thing in China anyway. Stop.
0: Why why can't they do an animated one?
1: Because they don't they don't care. It's it's Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael Bay. June twenty fourth, twenty sixteen. Mark it down on your count. Listen, can't this guy get into a car accident or something? Uh, well, here's the bad. Well, here's the good news. The good news is Michael Bay said that he will be producing the film instead of directing. Doesn't matter. He's still involved. The bad news, is, I know. Well, he he was a producer of that that new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles CGI movie that that was terrible. Right. But the bad news is that means he's free to direct another movie. <laughs> bad number one. Boys and number three. two, Mark, Mark Wahlberg was signed signed on to do it, so another one. Oh, so. no. <laughs> Oh, God.
0: You're <coughs> yeah, right there. Uh, yeah, I guess. So I have some... I have a couple of reviews... I have a few reviews. So, number one, there was a. Let me just make sure I get my facts straight
1: here. There was a,
0: um, a mini series on ABC recently called <laughs> Gallivant. Oh, God! So, I saw a few commercials for it. it Please don't tell me you watched that. It debuted, hold on, it debuted January 4th, 2015. So, the commercials for it, it looked pretty funny. It was like, just a couple quick clips. It was Ricky Gervais, Weird Al was in it. So, I'm like, alright, this is going to uh, be silly. It's going to be a silly no. spoof of Lord of the Rings type, type of uh, uh, style. Genre, like just the the mm. medieval fantasy type of you know, fairy tale genre, yeah, so I recorded it on the d v r finally got around to watching it, and I deleted it from the d v r within probably the first six and a half minutes that's <laughs> that's how bad this thing
1: was uh,
0: now now, I don't know maybe if I had stuck with it, maybe it would have gotten better, but my problem with it was number one. It wasn't, I don't know for, for The first six and a half minutes It wasn't that funny mm. But, which are like, alright, fine Just stick with it, it'll get funnier My problem with it was My main problem with it was They kept breaking out in song Yeah, I know, well, that was the point of it but That's horrible I didn't know it was a musical <laughs> uh. I don't know. That's that's what they decided to make. Man, why does everything have to be a musical? I don't know. I hate that. Anyway, so yeah, so gallivan stunk. Did you see it?
1: No. Good. <laughs> well, I saw the, you know, the stupid, uh, um, the trailer, and I was like, well, "What is this crap?"
0: Yeah i thought it was going to be more along the lines of an airplane or or uh naked gun type of type of style of humor spoof of of that fairy tale medieval times uh genre and i don't i just couldn't i couldn't take it i couldn't so anyway so that was that gallivant i didn't care <laughs> Now return to the Transformers uh, a, a show that we both like and it's still going is called the Goldbergs yeah which is very funny and I love it and a couple weeks ago they did an episode that I never in my life would thought I would ever see a, a TV show or a movie tackle this subject but it was so the for those who don't know the premise of the show is this family in the suburbs of Pennsylvania just a typical middle class family in the 1980s and they purposely make the show anachronistic in that um you know like in in one episode there could be Hey, look, I just got uh, The Legend of Zelda for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh, and look, I'm playing with my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. It's like those things didn't come out necessarily the exact same time, but it's just like a generic, it takes place in just the 1980s. Which is fine. It, it works. It works in this case.
1: Yeah, I mean, usually every episode there's a theme of some kind of pop culture you know, reference from that time period um <laughs> you know sometimes but i'm saying like
0: the the timeline of the 1980s yeah. isn't like they're they're mixing up the
1: timeline which yeah, i know like one one time he, they're they're doing et which came out in 1982 and then the next week they're doing new kids on the block which was <laughs> right. like 1992 well
0: like well, well, 88 89 but still yeah, but anyway wherever, my my point yeah. is normally that would bother me but for some reason in this show they they make it work they're able to make it yeah. work but anyway and my, my creator
1: Adam Goldberg. um, Adam F. Goldberg. Yeah, F. or whatever. I think. So I kind of based it off of his family. And at the end of every episode, it's amazing, just about every episode. Somehow, because he he took, like, tons and tons of home home videos back then. In the 1980s when he was growing up. Somehow, every single episode at the end, there's a home video of him and his family, like... Relating to one of these pop culture things.
0: Right, so he's writing, or his writers are... He's he's creating the episodes of the show. The episodes of the show, ultimately, as we discover at the end of each episode, revolve around a home movie that he had made as a child at the time. Yeah. Which is very cool. So it's a very sincere, very authentic, without yeah, and
1: necessarily being
0: accurate, show.
1: Yeah, and... As a kid, he was into, like, everything. Right. You know, E.T. and Indiana Jones and Star Wars and... Of course. And He-Man and G.I. Joe and Transformers and of Nintendo, yeah. Atari... Of course. Commodore 64 um, <laughs> Everything. Some other things that even we weren't into, you know, like New Kids on the Block or musical <laughs> theater. Right.
0: So, anyway, so the, the episode a couple of weeks ago, I never thought I'd ever see anything tackle this subject... So, the episode was his grandfather on the show, who's very funny. George Segal. Yeah, George C- Seagal? Segal, George Seagal. C- it was Segal, but... Um,
1: <laughs> he's very sad. Yes.
0: Uh, so, the grandfather took him, Adam, to the movie theater. Yeah. To see Transformers the movie. Mm-hmm. Not the Michael Bay nonsense. Nineteen eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Sunbow Marvel. The Transformers. The movie. The yeah. real movie, animated.
1: And which yeah, I love. And, and not only, not only the. I don't know how they did this. Like maybe they must have paid through the nose for the rights, but <laughs> they showed them watching the actual Transformers the movie on the on the screen. I know. It's awesome. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. They get the rights to do that so anyway
0: after the movie he's very upset because they killed yeah. optimus prime
1: yes flint dill or, or
0: dilly or whatever his name yeah, is. Fl- flint, flint dill Pothead. the writer
1: of the movie killed optimus prime well actually it wasn't after the movie it was actually during the movie that he started screaming <laughs> right he's like, he can't be dead no they'll bring him back
0: they'll, they'll, they'll bring, bring him back, back in, in a in a in a, a, a victorious yeah. comeback
1: at the end of the movie he'll wipe out all the decepticons <laughs> And then they're the only two people in the theater, and he's like, he's like, hey, Adam, it's been an hour. (laughs) The movie's over. I don't think they're bringing him back. The dead robot.
0: So anyway, he became, so Adam, the boy, became obsessed with Optimus Prime not dying. Yes. And that... What One of the things in the show is that This younger brother, Adam, has a camcorder Just like the yeah. Adam F. Goldberg in real life In the 1980s yeah, He makes a lot of
1: goofy movies makes, with it Yeah,
0: he makes his own home
1: movies So
0: so he goes home, takes his camcorder And wants to make his own Transformers the movie Where Optimus Prime lives And it's I'm telling you, the whole episode is about Transformers the movie and Optimus Prime living I I couldn't believe it, I was just like I, I, well, there was
1: a, I'm yeah, but there was a sub. There was a secondary plot that involved the brother. Right. Well, there like, always is. Yeah, right. the brother trying to date the sister's friend or whatever it was. Right. But um, I'm telling. But to see
0: an episode of a mainstream prime time yes. TV show revolve around Optimus Prime dying, and not know, you know and, and 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 it wasn't something like. Like a robot chicken, or like this, you know, it yeah. wasn't like a sarcastic... Big bang theory. Well, well, no, what I mean, like, it wasn't like some sarcastic, no, snarky no, no, no. take on it. It was like no, no, no. this genuine, real, authentic take on Optimus Prime dying. I couldn't believe how well, well th- they, they, they uh, incorporated that into the episode. I know, that's why I love the show. Great show.
1: But so they dressed up the grandfather in this Optimus Prime like homemade costume, which was really good. Right. And then I guess he was supposed to like hit him with his car or something, and he didn't want to do it because he thought the grandfather would get killed if he hit him with his car. Right. I mean, here's a you know eight nine year old kid's gonna run the seven year old guy over with the car. He's like, you hit me with this car, Adam. (laughs) No,
0: no. They kept arguing. The grandfather's like, run me. Come on, run me. I'm telling you, run me over. No, I don't want to run you. Run me over. Let's make this movie. (laughs) So anyway, so then the big, the the, the best part was at the very end, like you said, where they show the the real home video clip uh, from the 1980s, Adam F. Goldberg's real home video clip. Uh, it's him <laughs> remaking... It's terrible. You know, Optimus Prime lives. With the toys. With the toys, yeah. So I thought that was very good.
1: Uh, yeah, the Goldbergs. And then... Well, that reminded me of many, many years ago when you had some kind of a birthday party or something, which was like a sleepover party. When we were a little. Of, yeah, a bunch of neighborhood kids. And so, you I mean, you always had a lot of Transformers. And then, like, the rest... Some of us brought some more... And it was amazing. I mean, we didn't record this or anything like that, but we literally spent like two hours constructing this like elaborate uh, script and and story and everything and this battle mm-hmm. amongst all... That. We had so many Transformers on the floor of your living room. I know. I mean, it was insane. I and mean, we must have had like everyone, every like Transformer from like the first... You know, two or three generation, uh, you know, series there. No, but yeah, maybe close to it, but uh, you know, on the floor. I mean, we didn't have all like the all the combiners, you know, those type things. But you know, we had the major ones. Well, I had Devastator,
0: right, and Omega Supreme. Yes, yeah, and uh, then Optimus I had like Ultra Prime.
1: Magnus, and somebody probably had Rodimus Prime and <laughs> Optimus Prime. You had Optimus Prime, and yeah. Megatron and etc uh, Alright so Yeah I,
0: I remember See I, uh, Just real quick I hated when I liked when, when a couple of friends Would come over we'd play Nintendo We'd have fun I hated when friends would come over And they would want to play with my toys Ah they'd to break them Because they would always I know, break you've, them you've been, We've done this already I know So my other review is a movie that came out in 2013. So it was about two years ago, January 2013. And it's called... I don't know if you saw this. It's called Movie 43. No. Starring Dennis Quaid and Greg Kinnear. Okay. And it is... It, it, it was, I mean, How long is this thing? It's an hour and a half. I should have turned it off after the first 90 seconds.
1: Because uh. it was
0: so bad. So basically, here's the premise. Oh, no wonder. It's directed by 13 people. Here's the premise.
1: This is like uh, Casino Royale.
0: Right. Here, So the premise is Greg Kinnear is a movie studio executive. And he's in his yeah. office... And Dennis Quaid's character goes into Greg Kinnear's character's office, and pitches a movie to Greg Kinnear. And then it it, it cuts into this little you know uh, a vignette or short film with other actors, and he's like, yeah, and here's the pitch, and and then it shows the a, a clip from his you know like his movie idea, which is awful. And then it, and then after the little movie clip, it cu- cuts back to Dennis Quaid and Greg Kinnear's office. And Greg Kinnear's like, what? That's terrible. I don't want... Oh, okay, okay, wait, wait. Wait, I have another one. I have another one. Don't throw me out yet. I have another idea. And then it cuts to another scene from Dennis Quaid's idea. Yeah. Different movie. And it keeps doing that. Like four, you know, like f- five or six times. And each each time it cuts away to show Dennis Quaid's idea th- those little short films were directed by a separate director oh, and they had God. separate actors what a mess uh and it was it was horrible 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 i give you how many people, people are in this horrible. thing horrible and not only that this took a few years to put together because I was read it was so bad afterwards I had to go read about it. like what made mm. this so bad? but uh, it, it, so it turns out it took a few years to put together and it was mainly just favors. So nobody got paid really that much. They, you know like it, for the actors, like these big name actors who got paid, they only got paid like what they call scale or like the day rate of an extra. It was mainly just favors, like people doing favors for the directors. And that, it, oh, it was so bad. Right. It was so bad, I'm telling you. It was just, d- it wasn't like, it was so bad, oh, now I'm interested and I have to go watch and see how bad it was. Like No, I'm telling you, you don't have to go see. It was just bad, just dumb. Just dumb, not funny, not campy, not... Low budget, like an Ed Wood movie. I have to go see the Ed Wood movie and see how bad it is. No, it was just it was just it was just bad. It wasn't smart. It was just it was so bad. Movie 43, do not ever This is a movie that should be burnt. That's how bad it was. In fact, actually Richard Gere had agreed to do ah. the favor and be in one of the one of the vignettes. And then afterwards he's like no, no, wait, I changed my mind. I cut that part out mm. of it. i like, no, nope, too late, you're already in it. He's like, no, come on, I changed my mind. It's so bad.
1: Well, it won uh, several uh, Razzie Awards. Right. And Richard Roper, the film critic, called it the Citizen Kane of awful. It's awful. It was just
0: bad. Yeah, it was just bad. Um, and then finally, in terms of reviews, I have a
1: midpoint review Mm. We're going to do this now.
0: It won't take long. So, I finally, much to your surprise, shock. Finally, yes, you are you are in, in complete shock. Uh, I finally started watching the another ABC TV show, Lost. Yes. JJ Abrams. Yeah, JJ Abrams Lost. So I made it through season 1, I made it through season 2, and as of last night, I thought I was going to finish up season 3, but I'm right at the tail end of season
1: 3. Well, those were the longer ones.
0: And I will say this... Yeah. Yeah, so I'm a little bit... Like, in terms of number of episodes, I'm a little bit more than halfway through, but I guess in terms of plot, I'm about halfway. So this is what I'll say it's it's interesting it's entertaining and it is excruciatingly slow mm. the show and these are when they when it aired they were hour long episodes but i'm just doing a marathon on netflix streaming so they're about 45 minutes per episode 44 minutes per episode and each forty-four minute episode, I'm you know I, I, I'm I'm just watching it back to back to back to back to back, letting it stream, and sometimes two, three, maybe even four episodes could go by, and I realize like, like wait a minute, nothing happened.
1: <laughs> what are all the flashbacks?
0: I don't care about. I hate the flashbacks. Yeah. The flashbacks keep getting in the way. Yeah, but they tell the story. I want to listen. I want to see whats What they're going to discover on the island next And I want to see what's going to happen next I don't care about About, you know, Kate's backstory Or John Locke's backstory Where he came from I don't care They're on the island They crashed on the island They're here They're figuring They're uncovering all these artifacts And rooms and mysterious things on the island I want to see what
1: happens next Stop going backwards (laughs) It's so slow yeah, but then eventually they're gonna go forwards in time, ah, and then what? back and forward and back and forward. <laughs> uh, and then, Listen, I'm I'm sticking. Then you with, don't know where you you don't know where you are. Uh, I'm sticking
0: with it. Some things are like I said. Overall, I'm enjoying it. It's interesting. I want to see what happens next on the island. I want to see what they
1: uncover next because there are a lot of mysteries. Well, don't but, forget that when they, you know, when they started breaking the cast up, the characters, um, into their little groups. You know, you had the one group that was on the beach and the group that was captured in the zoo and the group that was captured by the others and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you had all these groups that were broken up. And yeah. the people fell out of the back of the plane. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, you know, uh, there were a lot of characters would come on, new characters, and you'd get their backstory, and, you know, the other thing was, it was a lot of suspense with that show. You never knew, like, who would disappear one episode, who would be killed. I mean, they they killed a lot, right. of, a lot of characters in that show. A lot. <laughs> a lot of characters. <laughs> it, it's like, you know, one after the other. So, you never knew, like, who was the bad guy, and, you know, who was going to trick who, and... and
0: Well, I like doing the marathon because I don't have the patience to to devote six years to see what's going to happen next week and go. It's like, no, just give it to me all in one chunk.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, you know, when I rewatched Breaking Bad from the beginning, you know, I just did that over like a three or four week period of time where I just kept, you know, watching, you know, three, four episodes a night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was so exciting. I couldn't wait for the next one.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I'm doing
1: with Lost. Well, with Lost, there was a time where it was 18 months before, uh, you know, one of the, I think, season three and four. Oh, man. Yeah, that was when they had the writer strike. You know, so, I mean, we were just waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah, I mean, it was it was excruciating. Yes. It was almost like one of those giant Curb your enthusiasm, you know, hiatuses. Right. Well, they did webisodes. They did, like, three-minute webisodes. <laughs> Yeah, but those were like, uh, like nineteen nineties FMV video game, you know, production quality. Ah. Wing Commander. What? Wing Commander quality. What are you talking about? That had Thomas F. Wilson, Mark Hamill, Malcolm McDowell. No, but I mean the production values. Oh no, no, these were fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they were you know SD quality. Oh, okay. Oh, so I shouldn't. I mean, they were well acted and directed. So I don't need to bother with those. No, I mean, you know, the purpose was for them to, like, delve into the history of the Hanso Corporation and these other, like, really obscure things, and I don't know. Well, my other thing with the show is... Also, don't forget, you know, all those uh, websites that they used to have where you could look it up. The producers would get these websites. Uh, Oh, like Dharma.com and... Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, I mean they, you know, they would have little hidden Easter eggs in, in the websites that you used to be able to find. Well, here's my other thing. Summer so one, it's very slow. I'm being,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to watch the whole thing because yeah. um, I do want to see what happens next. But my other problem with the show is from very from from episode one, the very first episode. No matter what happens, no matter what situation pops up no matter what character it is nobody on this entire show acts like a normal person would act in any given situation so for example mm. you know uh one of the guys, like saeed will be going through the forest the, the he'll be going through the jungle and he'll he'll find this woman yes who who wasn't on the plane, right? And 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 she captures him and and tortures him, and then she finally lets him go, and then he goes back to the beach where they're all camped out. That was the French lady, right? The French lady, Michelle. But
1: Rousseau. so
0: so you know, again, I'm just making up an example. So normally, to me, a normal person would run back to the beach and be like, like Jack, I got to tell you this thing. There was this woman, and she tortured me, and she had all these maps, and like I, I like I would be so so uh you know like like all these details i would want to get but instead you know like again i'm just making up an example Said comes back and like oh Said, where were you are you okay yes i was okay hello jack oh well, well where were you uh don't worry about it. it's like but t- nobody acts like this that's not a normal reaction yeah but he was hiding because he was a torturer himself well like john locke doesn't act he doesn't have normal per- human reactions well he was a moron he's he isn't he keeps destroying everything (laughs) everything he touches he blows it up Ah,
1: well what's wrong with this guy did you watch the part yet with katie seagal yes all right well you know she played the girlfriend of john Locke. you know terry o'quinn um what was her name Uh, uh helen right yeah Helen, right. Yeah, well that was their like like love affair flashback was like the to me was like one of the best parts of the entire show. I mean I thought that they could have gone off and done like a, a spin-off of just those two and that would have been a fantastic show. But I think what you see is that most of these, these characters there's no trust. Nobody trusts anybody. And that's why they're always like hiding things. They're all somewhat bad people. Well now I don't trust anyone as a viewer.
0: <laughs> I know. Well that was kind of the what are the show? And now they're all starting to annoy
1: me. Uh well. I
0: know. They're all they're they're getting on my nerves now. Oh. Uh no, actually I take that back. The only one who hasn't gotten on my nerves and acts somewhat like realistic like a normal person.
1: What, Hurley? Yes. Oh, I hated him. You did? Why? He's an idiot. He screwed everything up. <laughs> what? You know, hey man, hey, hey, what's going on there, dude? Uh, no, don't do that, dude. Uh, watch out, dude. Uh, uh, be careful, dude.
0: But at least he's acting like just a regular guy.
1: He's a psycho. He oh. doesn't
0: speak in these riddles and, and he's not hiding anything. <laughs> I don't know. And then there's this weird like black cloud that keeps... Smoke monster. The other thing about this show is that They'll like there'll be an episode where they unveil some new thing, like a hatch or a cloud monster or something, and it's this big thing. It's a big deal.
1: Central. Central t- Gotta keep pressing the button, brother. Yeah. Right? The,
0: I'm this down old here.
1: Apple II from
0: nineteen eighty-three. Yeah, I'm down here
1: in the hatch, brother.
0: But anyway, so they'll they'll unveil something that's so vital and core to the show. Or at least they make it seem that way. Right, brother. And then it's like, oh man, what's gonna happen with that in the next episode? I wonder what, like, what what, what, what this is. Where they're gonna go with this? What direction? And then six episodes go by, and it's like, hey, whatever happened to that smoke monster? Hey, whatever happened to the hatch? Hey,
1: whatever? <laughs> they forget. Well, they don't forget. I mean, they had a lot of it planned out in advance. But you know, it was like I was saying before, with having you know all the different groups of casts and the flashbacks and everything. You know, it's a lot to incorporate, and then you have to catch up. Right. But, you know, when I was watching it initially, uh, there were other shows on, and I used to, like, bounce back and forth between, you know, Lost, and, you know, I didn't really have video on demand, so they would replay the episodes at, like, 8 o'clock before every new episode. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, the way they did it then. So I used to be able to watch it at 8 and catch up and, and, you know, reimmerse myself into the episode and then the new one would come right. on and, and I would flip back and forth between that and other right. shows and sports. And-, and then this whole thing so so again, I'm halfway through. I'm gonna finish
0: the rest over the next few weeks. Um but right now I'm one, like I said, I'm I'm right at the very end of season three, about to start season four, and I'm wondering I at this point where I am in the show, I'm wondering So
1: there are these others on the island, and they're... You know the other name, Tom? Yeah. Did they reveal his history yet? (laughs) Okay, because it was... (laughs) No. It was weird. So
0: right now, I'm at the point where I'm like, why are these people acting so psychotic and weird, and this weird like, little five-foot-tall guy named Ben, and it's like... (laughs) I hate this guy. He says, "Hello, Jack." He's an idiot. I hate him. (laughs) He, you know what? He he looks like kind of like Paul Rubens. It's Michael Emerson in this show. He's a
1: great actor. Now, actually, I I really like Michael Emerson. He's on a new show called Person of Interest, where he plays a very similar Mm. similar character as Ben, except he's kind of the good guy now, but he's still very mysterious. Well. You know, and and I, you know, he, I thought he was a great character, and and you know, I like, you know, he kept getting beat up, and <laughs> would screw people, and... right?
0: I don't know. It's it's still very confusing, but I guess I'll I'll just have to stick with it, and and we'll go from there.
1: That's right, Jack.
0: The end of that. That's the end of that. It's the end
1: of everything,
0: Jack. That's my. The end of everything.
1: That's right. If you don't press that button.
0: Sure.